the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What difference at this point does it make? Oh, shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. You like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite IE Radio. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix, chapter leader of Act for America in Corona. People describe us as brilliant, Don, but the difference between us and and, and our guest is we don't have it on our website. Well, maybe we should tweak that now, Greg. We should put the brilliant, the great, the uh, amazing. And I love what you say. While Dennis Prager and Rush Limbaugh take the weekend off. We annoy liberals with truth and reason. Absolutely. Well, who's our guest? Well, we are very pleased to have back with us Evan Sayet, who officially, according to his website, is brilliant. And he's also the only time, the only speaker we've had at all three Unite IE conservative conferences. He's both a political comedian as well as a very serious political commentator. And he's the author of the book, The Kindergarten of Eden, How the Modern Liberal Thinks. Welcome back, Evan. Oh, it's so good to be back, guys, or whatever you're identifying as these days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, I'm still trying to make up my mind. Every day it changes just a little bit. I feel like a giraffe today. Here's how I decide. Whichever bathroom line is shorter, that's what I am at the moment. There you go. Well, it doesn't make any difference to Target anymore. They've just spent $20 million renovating their bathrooms so that they're all unisex. Isn't that wonderful? Here's my question. If Gabby Giffords was really shot because Sarah Palin targeted her district, how come there are any shoppers left to shop at Target? Oh, they're a target, no doubt. I don't know. It's it's right? it, it's an amazing thing how uh, you know more people have not acted out in front of a target with uh, with their illegal guns. I I don't get or, it. Or or how is there anybody left on the set of Crossfire? At, an, another one. Well, there is a, you know besides just having the wonderful opportunity to have you with us to kind of dissect and look at what's happened over the week, over the month, what's happening in the in the uh, political realm, the cultural realm. You have a very, very, very probably the most important event of your uh, life this year coming up uh, on August 27th that we want to make sure our listeners are aware of that they can get to. Uh, what's happening on the 27th? Well, look, my, my career has been incredibly eclectic, and I'm so grateful for it. And there have been a number of things that have been the culmination of different aspects of my career. My, my two-hour primetime documentary of the 1970s, uh, my, my screenplays. My, but this is the culmination of 10 years of work as a conservative political comedian, and we are doing this, uh, not this coming Saturday. Well, yes, by the time this airs. Um, Saturday, the 27th of August, I am doing my big budget 
state-of-the-art multi-camera concert video. You know, the same kind of thing you see Bill Maher do on HBO, the same kind of thing you see Sarah Silverman do, the same kind of thing you see Jon Stewart or, or Chris Rock do. Only this time, finally, it's a conservative political comedian, and this really is a big deal. Well, it's a big deal for a lot of reasons. We complain a lot uh, that we are losing the culture, that we don't have uh, the opportunity to you know, hear from uh, conservatives that are doing the same job on the left, like the Mars, like the uh, uh, Colbert's, you know, the whole litany of them, the John Stewart's. And, you know, when we complain about something like that and there's a solution, we darn well better support it. Right, Evan? Right, absolutely. So I expect everybody from Riverside, by the way, especially those who know me, who have seen me at Unite IE, and yes, thank you, Greg, for the plug. I'm the only one who's been there for three straight years. You know, Ann Coulter was there the first year, and the second year they said, should we have her back? Nah, but let's have Evan, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, you know, well to, to be year, fair, you, you do work cheaper. <laughs> oh. oh wow we're gonna have to edit that out dan we're gonna have to- <laughs> yeah um, i don't even know where to go from there but the only reason i work cheaper is because i love you more that's I it charge, there you go I charge a whole lot of money you guys just pay me what i charge so but that being that being said especially the folks from riverside who know my work who right cheer me every year it's only north hollywood that's not that far it's a, it's 700 seats that's an awful lot. It's 350 seats, but we're doing two shows back-to-back, which right. is how you do it. You do two shows, and you edit it into one. As I say, it's big-budget, multi-camera. But maybe the thing I'm most pleased about is that right, uh, producing and directing it is the great movie director, Lionel Chetwind. Now, he's the founder, one of the three founders of FOA. Shh, don't mention that. Um, he, he's... Uh, he does multi, multi million dollar films all the time. And out of the passion for recognizing how important this is, you know, our friend Andrew Breitbart said politics is downstream from culture. And, and our side always thinks all we have to do is vote. No, because when they've won the culture, by the time they get to, to, to the ballot box, they've already made up their mind. By the time the campaign starts, they've already been so, uh, so, so, raised and steeped in leftist ideology in the schools and the universities and on television, that the campaign doesn't really matter very much. So we've got to win back the culture. And, you know, Saul Alinsky, as evil as he is and was, you know, he dedicated his book, Rules for Radicals, the book that the Democrats play by, uh, to the devil, to Lucifer. But nonetheless, he recognized that ridicule is the most powerful weapon of all. And it's easy to ridicule the left because they're ridiculous. The problem is raising the funds and then getting distribution, and we have raised the funds and we have the distribution. Now all I need is the audience to come support me. Well, there's no excuse for the time because you have two showings of your uh, show. Uh, one is in the uh, early afternoon, one's in the late afternoon, so people have their pick, 2 or 5 o'clock. It's at the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood, uh, a great venue, by the way, right? Oh, it's an absolutely spectacular venue. I mean, we, we listen, this, everything about this is right. From the, from the director to the producer to the size of the budget to, to the star to the talent to the theater. 
everything about this, lots and lots of other people's comedy specials have been filmed at this very theater because it is so perfect. And there is a way for people to get free tickets. We're going to tease you with this. There's a way to get free tickets, but you got to listen into the second and third segments of the show in order to find out how to claim your free tickets to the August 27th at either 2 o'clock or 5 o'clock. A free live taping uh, at the El Porto Theater in North Hollywood with the amazing, the brilliant, the ever effervescent Evan Sayed. We're going to take a break right now, Evan. When we come back, not only are we going to tell people how to get the free tickets, but we're going to dig into some of the political ruminate uh, stuff that's been going on and ruminate about it after a word from our sponsor. Yeah, and Evan was also a paid uh, worker with the Cruz campaign, and we'll see where he is now in terms of uh, Hillary versus versus Donald. Absolutely. So, time for a word from our sponsor, Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, residential and commercial. More with Evan Sayet after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Reno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower, two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event. Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590, The Answer. Do you think that she's honest and trustworthy? I support Hillary Clinton for the presidency because her experience and her record demonstrate that she's qualified to hold the job. You think she's honest? She has um, a critical um critical plan, among others, uh, for making college more affordable. What do you think that she's trustworthy? I think that she has demonstrated a commitment always to something beyond herself, bigger than herself. That is a, a very difficult interview by CNN of a senatorial candidate that is running against, uh, that's a Democrat, trying to say how honest Hillary is she just can't bring herself to do it I, I can't imagine why yeah I mean to have a, a modicum of honesty that you can't admit that Hillary Clinton is dishonest that's that 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 is staggering that she couldn't even say yes I think she is perhaps my favorite audio clip of the week it is uh, welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program we have an amazing guest on the phone with us today for the show Evan say it he is the uh, leading conservative political comedian uh, in demand master of ceremony for Republican conservative events and on August 27th at both two o'clock and five o'clock at the El Portal Theater in North Hollywood. Evan has uh, a free live taping of what is going to become his, uh, wh- what do you call this? The culmination of a 10-year career, but but what is this ultimately going to be, Evan? Well, it's going to be the same kind of HBO-style special that you see Bill Maher do, that you see all the leftists do. You know, it's an hour of me 
being as funny as I always was when I was on the left, and everybody loved me, everybody thought I was brilliant. It's got to be so hard for people on the left, because they say, hey, let's go see Evan say it. He's, he's in town, and he's so funny. Well, you know he's a conservative now. Yeah, because he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's, let's, go, let's go see Dennis Miller he's so brilliant he's so funny you know he's a conservative now yeah he never was any good <laughs> well you started but, off your career in uh, on the left you uh, describe yourself as a 912 conservative you talk about the fact that you spent six years actually writing uh, for Bill Maher for the show that uh, Bill Maher still uh, leads on HBO and you you, you ultimately transitioned over to a conservative worldview as a result of 9-11. Um, but you also have made a transition from supporting uh, Ted Cruz. You were you were a Ted Cruiser, just like uh, I was. And, and now you're, you've got a message that uh, Donald Trump is the better choice than Hillary Clinton. Tell us about that. Well, look, I am not the world's biggest Donald Trump fan, but that really doesn't matter. You know, if this were if this were a referendum on Donald Trump, I would have a, a serious problem with it. But it's not. It's a campaign between. It's a choice between two candidates, and and the way I describe it, and I know some are wholeheartedly behind them, which is fine. I'm less so. I, I describe it as the choice between having a loaded gun put to your head and the trigger pulled. That's Hillary, or being forced to play Russian roulette, and. I think any smart person, any rational person, is going to choose to play Russian roulette. I mean, here's the thing about Donald. I agree with him about half the time. Unfortunately, it's on every single issue. You know, I'm not quite sure where Donald stands on these very uh, on, on the various issues. It doesn't matter because I know exactly where Hillary stands on every issue. And as I write in the book, The Kindergarten of Eden, How the Modern Liberal Thinks, the modern liberal is not only always wrong, they are always as wrong as wrong can be, 180 degrees from all that is good, right, and successful. So all Mr. Trump has to do is be right once, and America is better off with him. You know, give the modern liberal the choice in, in, in Ferguson. Not only do they side with the thug who had just strong-armed a business owner who was high on drugs, who punched a cop and tried to murder him, but at the same time, they, 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 they denigrate, and there's even a stronger word that's not coming to mind, the good cop who was almost murdered. So the good cop is a racist, the thug is a hero, and that's what the Democrats are going to do on every issue. Look at the Middle East, where, where they won't even call Islamic fascists Islamic fascists, but they want to strangle the Jews of Israel to death economically with BDS. And, and so given that the Hillary Clinton is going to support every evil that there is, I have no doubt in my mind that it's a far better and, in fact, essential choice to, to, to work all out for Donald Trump. So why are so, so many, I don't, know, I don't know what the numbers are, why are so significant numbers of conservatives not finding this to be an easy choice? Because I'm seeing well, them on Facebook, I'm seeing them either in the media, they're even trying to run a, cam, a, a candidate against Donald Trump to siphon enough of votes to weigh that uh, Hillary Clinton will win. What's going on? Yeah, I, I, I think that they don't get the imperative that we don't have four or eight more years of siding with ISIS and ISIS spreading and, and dropping half a billion dollars in cash off to the Iranians and uh, loosening the sanctions on, on Iran and ending the sanctions on communist Cuba and the, the moral and intellectual rot and the lies that, that 
is every part of the Democratic Party. We don't have four or eight more years. I think that there are many in the conservative movement who think maybe we do, and it's better for conservatism if we let Hillary bomb, no pun intended, over the next four years, regroup, and, and put a real conservative into office. Because the reality is nobody, not even the conservatives who are voting for Donald Trump, thinks he's a conservative. And no evangelicals think he's going to say, what would Jesus do before he, he promotes policy? But I have a, a comparison that I make. You know, there's a thing called the ticking time bomb scenario, where you've captured a terrorist mastermind who knows when the next bomb is about to go off. You're not sure if torture works. You morally don't like torture. But do you torture him? Well, of course you do. You call for Jack Bauer, and, and you turn your back and you let Jack Bauer do what he has to do. And I think for a lot of us, myself included, with time running out, without the luxury of four or eight more years, with time running out, Donald Trump is our Jack Bauer. You know, there's a, there's a real element of, of uh, history to what you're saying, because I recall back in 2012, a lot of conservatives uh, that were in the leadership of the Republican Party were saying, well, you know, Four years of Obama will really, uh, you know, wake up America. It'll really, you know, crystallize how evil he, you know, the left is, how their policies are. And here we are at 2016. We're seeing the fruit of that all. And still yet again, there are people that are rationalizing away another four years. And you're absolutely right, Evan. There are we do not have time. This four years could literally push America, push the culture, push the spirit and the letter of the founding documents over the edge to the point to where it is never redeemable again. Well, and not to mention the open borders for four more years. Well, yeah. Not not just open borders, yes, absolutely. And then intentionally flying in uh, Muslims to change the, uh, the demographics of America. And, you know, it's very, very simple to know if Barack Obama and in turn Hillary Clinton really care about the refugees and really want, or if this is really a plot to undermine Western civilization, Judeo-Christian America. And here's the answer. If Obama really cared, then he would be in consultation with the local mayor, with the governor uh, of the states in which all of this is being done in secret without even telling them where they are going. So obviously they're not looking for the, the best way to ease them into society. This is simply a plot by people who hate Western civilization. And that's the thing with Donald Trump. I don't think he hates Western civilization. I don't think he hates the Jews the way Democrats do. All right? Jew hatred is endemic to all leftist ideologies, whether it was national socialism, whether it was communism, or whether it's the, today's Democratic Party as dominated by the modern liberal ideology. And, and uh, so to me, it's very clear. Trump may do wrong because he's a deeply flawed human being. But Hillary is going to do wrong because she comes from a deeply flawed ideology. Well, and to your point about the impact of bringing in these refugees in Minnesota, a 20-year a uh, veteran of Congress, actually 40 years, she served 20 terms, lost her congressional bid to retake her office to a former Somali refugee who's now poised to win the office in Minnesota and be one of the first refugees, the, the first Somali refugee to hold office in Congress. Well, 
Well, this, I, that's I mean, that, I, I'm not bothered by that. I mean, if if, that, if if they're committed to the American way and, uh, and they're participating in the process and winning office, that's not per se wrong. But what you see in the Somali refugee community there is large. Many many of them have been involved and recruited to ISIS. Well, right, but but if the demographics are then changed by bringing in these ISIS sympathizers or ISIS supporters, and that is what turns the election. Uh, then, then it is deeply disconcerting. Sure. Well, it, it, yeah, it is problematic, especially from the standpoint that do these, you know, refugees, do these immigrants, these folks that have not integrated into the American mindset and the American culture, they're bringing their culture here. Are they going to stand up for principles that are uniquely American that they have not lived in for enough time to fully appreciate? And we are up against a break here. We've got to return uh, with Evan Sayet to talk. <laughs> (laughs) about how to get free tickets to his amazing event that's coming up on August the 27th. Uh, Two showings, 2 o'clock and 5 o'clock at the El Portal Theater will reveal the secret process to get your free tickets. Yeah, we're we're trying to keep Evan on the line for another segment. That's right. Yeah, yeah. This is is how we keep Evan hanging around to dispense his wisdom. Time for another word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, the place to go for your real estate lending needs. More with Evan Sayet and the secret to getting free tickets tickets after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Reno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower, two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM590, The Answer. AM590, The Answer. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office. And we are pleased to have as our guest today, Evan Sayet, the uh, political commentator and political comedian who has a great show coming up on August 27th. A, a comedy concert. He's going to be filming it like uh, Bill Maher does for his comedy specials. And this is going to be at the El Porto Theater in uh, Hollywood. And we've been teasing it. You can get free tickets. And Evan, how can our listeners get their free tickets to your event? And let's be very clear, this is a special offer to your audience, because I love you guys, and Riverside's always so good to me. And really, all they have to do is email me at contactevansayet, contactevansayet, S as in Sam A-Y-E-T, at gmail.com, and put in the subject line tickets, put in the body of the email how many you need, and which show you plan to attend, the 2 or 5 p.m., and uh, you'll be on the guest list. Just show up at the theater, bring your friends, you know. It's really important that this, this, uh, both shows be packed, both, both of the energy in the theater, but also because when we turn around and show audience reaction, we want the folks at home to think there are conservative comedians, go, uh, conservative audience galore. You know, let them think that, here's my saying, 
if there's one empty seat, they know exactly how many seats you can sell. You can sell how many that theater holds minus one. But if it's packed and sold out, then they have no idea. So I want every single seat taken, and I need a favor from you guys in Riverside, and that favor is come see a free show of me. Contact Evan Sayet in the subject line uh, at gmail.com. In the subject line, put tickets in the body of the uh, note. Put how many you need and which show you're coming to, 2 or 5 p.m., and feel free to share this offer with your friends and the other folks you know who, who would enjoy it. And to be clear, the email address is, it's not just con- it's not just you got to contact Evan Say it. The, you got to type the word as part of the email address. The email address is the word contact Evan E-V-A-N, say it, S-A-Y-E-T, at gmail.com for your free tickets. As he says, specify the show, how many tickets, and you'll get set up. And it's, this is going to be great. I, I I may end up coming to both of them. I don't know. You know, it's, uh, it's just, this is going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of people to network and mingle with. It's going to be a great, a great day to, you know, just bask in the richness of Evan Sayet's uh, understanding of you know what it is that makes the liberal mind tick understand uh, you know what the humor angle is on so much of the stuff that is so serious out there as we talk and, and guys let's take it to the left for a change let's put something out there in the culture exactly you know, if, if, if all we do is campaign every four years we lose again Andrew Breitbart Bright said politics is downstream from culture we need to change the culture before we change the politics and this is one one big way to do it. I, I completely agree with you. There is another way people can help out, by the way. The way that they can help out is that you've got a Facebook uh of the event uh people can share that facebook page on their facebook and we'll put that all up on the uniteie.com website evan thank you so much for being here uh go hear evan on the 27th at the el porto theater get your tickets they're free back after this it's time to stand up and be counted Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program where, uh, tell us tell us how this goes, Greg, while Rush and Dennis take the weekend off. We annoy liberals with truth and reason. There you go. That's what we do on the United Inland Empire radio program. And the other thing we do is, uh, you know, just talk about what, what what's unfolded during the week. We had Evan say it on during the first half hour of the show, and we're going to remind you about how you can get free tickets to his August 27th. Uh, you know, big, comedy concert. Yeah, comedy concert. It's a big HBO style production. Uh, two showings, two o'clock and five o'clock. Seven cameras. This is a big deal for Evan. This is a big career move for him. A big uh, effort to try to really. Um, you know, the culmination, if you will, of a 10-year career as, as a conservative comedian, as a conservative pundit, uh, this is a big deal, and we need to support him. He supported our United IE Conservative Conference by speaking all three years. He did our first Christmas party at the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and we can support him, and it's going to be a great time. And the cost is hard to beat. It is. You just got to drive Free. yourself. You just got to throw a little gas in the car. Uh, Pat, you can even pack a picnic lunch. Uh, you don't have to buy. You don't have to buy food. You can really yeah. do this on a on a shoestring budget. Right now, if you follow the links, they'll charge you twelve fifty. But if you want to get free tickets, you want to get put on the guest list, then send an email to contact 
evansayit at gmail.com. So you, you need the word contact. Contact Evan, E-V-A-N, sayit, S-A-Y-E-T, at gmail.com. Put tickets in the regarding line, your names, and you will be on the guest list for free. It doesn't get any cheaper or better than that. And as always, we're going to post this to the uh, header at the UniteIE.com website. So if you uh, are driving, can't write any of this down, just remember UniteIE.com. How hard is that? And uh, go home, uh, pull that up on your home computer, and you know, you'll know you have the link right there, the email link. Just click it along with a, a big old banner uh, talking about uh, you know showing Evan Say It and get your free tickets. We're all going to be there, and we hope uh, you help Evan pack out the theater. Big week for Donald Trump. Big week. He did a little campaign realignment, had a couple of uh, big speeches. Uh, Let's talk about the campaign realignment. Well, that's interesting because I had watched his speech on, was it Monday or Tuesday night? And he was, was returned to the theme of we the people versus the corrupt and incompetent Washington establishment. And lo and behold, then the news came that uh, Stephen Bannon, who was CEO of BreitbartNews.com, has become CEO of his campaign. I can definitely see that because that's a reoccurring theme of Breitbart is it's us, the people, versus the corrupt and incompetent establishment. And while they're spot on, I mean, mean, Tom Brokaw, of all people, a liberal journalist, said that that Breitbart's reporting is spot on accurate. Well, and it drew a little bit of criticism. Obviously, the the mainstream media positioned this as a major shakeup. Um, You know, no, this is something we've sort of been waiting for in terms of, you know, crystallizing his ground game in the battleground states, the so-called swing states. Uh, We've been waiting to see evidence of a ground game in those states, uh, crystallization of a more formidable effort uh, in order to capture the swing voters. Uh, We've been looking for that. His sort of pre-convention strategy was to make sure that all the delegates uh, that were necessary in order to secure the uh, nomination were there and that was Paul Manafort's job he uh, he had that expertise and now it's uh, he's transitioned uh, we've all been waiting for this a uh, he's transitioning into a you know the, the big time general election campaign strategy and uh, this week uh, even some never trumpers really said that uh, the kid, that the speech he delivered Tuesday night his supposed law and order speech the one that he wrote with Rudy Giuliani was a speech that it was a speech for all time. I mean, this speech is being compared by some uh, supporters, albeit, yes, supporters, as, you know, almost Reagan-esque, as being a, as important a speech as has been delivered by a Republican candidate, presidential candidate in decades. Well, and uh, Sebastian Gorka said that his recent foreign policy speech was the most important foreign policy speech since Ronald Reagan. And it was, it was, it was, it was such a, so amazing, his speech on Tuesday night, that uh, of all people, Ben Shapiro, the most never-Trump of any never-Trumper I've ever, I've ever heard, actually had something good to say about it. I mean, it, I was so shocked, I thought someone must have hacked uh, Ben Shapiro's Twitter account. No, hacked, hacked Ben Shapiro's <laughs> brain, because he did the same thing on The Morning Answer. He was like, this is a great speech. And he said... He actually laid down the gauntlet this week on the show and said, if 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 Donald Trump can make it through till Friday without a major gaffe, 
I will vote for him. So he gave a challenge to Donald Trump and said, basically, if you can make it a week without stepping on your own toes, uh, you know, I'll vote for you. Now, it's debatable as to what happened on uh, Wednesday, whether you consider that as stepping on your own toes. But I got to tell you, it is surprising that he didn't let the glow of a major po- major policy speech on law and order uh, last 24 hours before the campaign released news that, you know, this Stephen Bannon was going to be a part. And then an- another lady, I'm, the name is slipping my mind right Kelly now. Kellyanne Conway. Thank you. Was going to be a part of his messaging effort going forward. She was already his, his internal pollster. And now she also has a very high ranking position in the, in the campaign. And, and Kellyanne was the pollster for Ted Cruz. So so here we have a, a, a major bit of news that comes out on Wednesday when he should have been enjoying sort of the afterglow of this uh, highly lauded speech uh, Tuesday night, Law and Order. And I would suggest uh, those of you that didn't get a chance to hear it live, go out. It's going to be all over the place. Just Google it, uh, you know, his uh, you know, Tuesday Law and Order speech, and you will be able to have right there a uh, an example of what people are saying, suggesting is a speech that could, you know, literally shift the election. And we are seeing a shift in some poll numbers, aren't we? Yes, yeah, that, you know, there's been a lot of gloom and doom about people, Democrats as well as Republicans in the mainstream media that want not only Trump to lose, but they want his supporters to lose heart and give up. But the numbers, it's, it's, essentially, it's essentially an even race at this point. Just on Thursday morning, LA Times poll, certainly no supporters of Donald Trump, came out and Hillary is up by 0.6%. Zogby poll on Wednesday, uh, Hillary Clinton was up by 2%. And these are these are very w- well within the margin of error. And the other polls have shown that the race is narrowing. So the gloom and doom is totally not justified. Well, and, and it, it, it's not necessarily justified. It's the concern. It's the ongoing overhang of... You know, will Donald Trump, you know, many are saying that this is his election to lose, that if uh, if he can keep sort of the gaff meter from pegging, uh, that he can actually begin to uh, sort, you know, rectify the past. What is it now? Eighty some days, uh, less than less than slightly less than 80 days before the election. He's got 80 days to do this. And many are pointing to the uh, debates that are going to happen. The first debate as being sort of the. Uh, culmination of everything leading up to that, that that debate is really critical and could define whether or not Donald Trump actually wins the presidency. People are going to be looking to that as an affirmation uh, of their support for him or the, if you will, the the implicit recommendation for those swing voters to actually pull the trigger for him. Debates rarely make a difference. This one might. The debate in 1980 between Jimmy Carter and Ronald Reagan was what was critical because prior to that, Carter had a decent, a sizable lead on Ronald Reagan. I mean, that, they did one debate that year in October, and when Ronald Reagan came up there, and you know, there you go again, um, and came across as reasonable. Uh, people didn't like Carter and what was happening in the country, and as a result, Reagan won comfortably in that election, fifty to forty, with the third party candidate John Anderson getting about ten percent. 
little bit of intrigue in the Olympics. We got a couple of Olympic swimmers that seem to have gotten them in trouble. We'll talk about that and what the, dif- the, the, the difference between the way that Greg and I view that specific event after the break. Are there, there's Olympics going on? I didn't know that. I know, right? Yeah. Time for a word from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Packadale Jimmy Carter's pollster said, quote, There is no evidence that this election is about ideology. It is an election about insurgency. The real paradigm in this race is a race between those who think that the political class has raped the country and done it for their own benefit while most Americans suffer, who believe the country is in decline, who want it reversed. That is the real issue in this campaign, and Donald Trump encapsulates that, and when I saw his speech on Tuesday night, he's returning to that theme, and I commend him for that because I think that is the winning theme this year. Well, I would agree with you. Anything, I mean, Hillary Clinton is such a target-rich environment. I mean, everything from her, uh, you know, days as First Lady of Arkansas to First Lady in the White House to Senate to Secretary of State, her entire political career is riddled with corruption, with lies, with deceit, with deception, with the implementation of the progressive agenda at every corner. In fact, I've done a couple of talks over the past couple of weeks, highlighting Hillary Clinton's romance with the Muslim Brotherhood as First Lady of the United States. You know, she was the first uh, person to start the iftar dinner uh, tradition in 1996. But the person that she put in charge of it was a guy by the name of Abdurrahman Alamudi. So she puts this fellow in charge of the guest list, who's going to attend the White House, the first annual White House Iftar dinner, which is the dinner that follows the Muslim celebration of Ramadan. Turns out this guy, Abdurrahman Alamudi, is an al-Qaeda financer and a Muslim Brotherhood operative who in 2003 gets convicted on, among other things, helping to hatch a plot, uh, you know, on behalf of Muammar Gaddafi, right, Right. The dictator of Libya to kill and assassinate the Saudi king, the Saudi crown prince, who is now the king of Saudi Arabia. 
Well, not, not only that, uh, this guy, he was a very close advisor to President Clinton at the time. I have trouble saying those words together, but the, he was he held, did hold that title. And he set up the program that put Muslim clerics in as chaplains in the military. So, so Clinton set up, put the guy from Al-Qaeda... That finance, helps to finance Al-Qaeda, supports right. Hamas, supports Hezbollah. Right. In charge of selecting Muslim clerics to be chaplains in the military. And it gets worse because one of the people that he had training those chaplains was the uh, fella that t- our current president just targeted in a drone bombing, Awalaki, who is, you know, went to Yemen, uh, has ra- been responsible for radicalizing so many. And so this is this is the legacy, and it's followed her through into the State Department. Uh, Uma Abbey, we don't even have time to go into all this stuff, but she Hillary Clinton is damaged goods, and she is going to damage this country, which is why, you know, when it comes to the people that are so adamant about not voting for Donald Trump, you know, I scratch my head and look at, so you're willing to put... Uh, a known philanderer of the Muslim with the Muslim Brotherhood, uh, someone who enabled her husband to rape women and then cover it up. This is the person you're willing to see get into the White House because you got a little problem with the way that Donald Trump, uh, you know, says certain things, uh, you know, phrases certain things, gets out ahead of his policy with certain representations of a policy, and yet that gets dialed back. Well, and help that, you know, Donald Trump got in trouble for saying it, but I think it's absolutely fair, is that she and Obama helped create ISIS. Yeah, I mean, they create they, they deliberately and intentionally created a power vacuum in Iraq and then filled it. And not only that, the further emails that have come out have shown that they were supporting the, Isla- the Islamist terrorist organizations in Syria that became ISIS. And then when they were warned by U.S. intelligence, by the Iraqi government, hey, this ISIS thing is growing. There, there, this is a real threat. Please help. We need, we need to stop this. Right. Nip this thing in the bud. They did nothing until the ISIS ran over a large part of western Iraq. And finally, the political pressure forced Obama to do a little teeny little bit, enough to keep them from winning, but not enough to actually defeat ISIS. So, so this is the policy that if you elect Hillary Clinton, is going to continue. The enabling of the jihad and bringing it here. And we haven't even gotten into her relationship with an organization that's a part of the U.N. called the OIC, the Organization of the Islamic Cooperation, that wants to criminalize speech critical of Islam worldwide. And Hillary Clinton entertained them at Georgetown University in a three-day closed-door meeting with representatives from the State Department and the Department of Justice to figure out how to do that here. That was in December of 2011. And then, of course... What happened in Benghazi got blamed on a video, which is exactly in alignment with the agenda to criminalize speech that's critical of Islam. And she pointed it out to a video. And yet there are conservatives, so-called conservatives, who want to preserve, want to help conservatism by helping to elect Hillary Rodham Clinton. And I I do not get this. I've debated with him on Facebook, and it's... it's inc- I, can't, I, I can't even comprehend their thinking. On top of that, obviously in California, we have trouble, you know, getting electing a, um, you know, in a presidential cycle, getting our electoral votes 
to fall into the hands of a, of a Republican. That's nearly an impossibility. The other tra- the tragic thing about that is we have so many elections critical to the Inland Empire, critical to uh, the power balance in Congress. We've got the uh, election in the 31st District with Paul Chabot against Pete Aguilar. And that is definitely a winnable race here in California. Pete Aguilar is one of the weakest incumbents of the Democrats have. He's on their special list of our weak incumbents that we got to help protect. And there was just a poll that came out recently Actually, the, a fundraiser by Aguilar that's saying the polls show we're tied. And this is in a Democrat majority district. This is a chance that we, if we support Paul Chabot, we can flip a, a Democrat seat over to the Republicans. And Paul Chabot is a great guy. We've had him on the show many times. And in Riverside County, you've got a, a, a congressional seat that is currently held by Mark Takano with a, with a credible challenger in Doug Shepard. Not only do we have elect, you know seats at that level, we have propositions on the ballot right uh you know we're hoping to get now there's a there are uh, petitions that are circulating that you got to find and sign to put what what's known as gunmageddon on the ballot in the fall these are the seven real almost nearly draconian uh attempts at gun control by the left in the legislature right many gun stores we at the tea party will have them at our at our meetings uh but also the gun stores many gun stores have them in particular the gun boss in redlands has the petitions there, so you can just stop by there, and they'll be happy to uh, let you sign them. And Bullseye Sport that uh, supports us at our Unite IE Conservative Conference. You can go to Bullseye Sport in Riverside County to sign these petitions. So many things hang in the balance in this election from, you know, top of the ticket, the Donald Trump thing that we hope that folks that are concerned about him don't take the occasion to take the this election off, show up to help elect Congress people, to help elect conservative uh, people to the uh, county supervisor seat. There's a there's a third district in city Riverside County. City council elections. We have a city way of one in Redlands, yep. where, it's, where, where the pro-agenda 21, pro-58 trains per day, pro-stack-and-pack pro housing members were up for election. We have a good guy, Ken Hunter, is running here in the Redlands. And there's you see that all, all across the Inland Empire. And the state legislature, whether the Republicans can keep their one-third Yep, is on the line because if they don't have that, the Democrats can raise taxes without having to go to seek a vote of the people. Supermajority in Sacramento, critical to make sure that we hold that ability. Uh, and then, you know, a part and parcel of that is Prop 13. If you end up with a supermajority in Sacramento, Prop 13 can go the way of the dodo bird. So much at stake. And when we come back from this break, we promise we'll you, get what to... What you really wanted to talk about in this segment. <laughs> which we really wanted to talk about in this segment was the uh, is the cross crossroad culture that took place in the Olympics this week with the uh, uh, with the... When we found out that it wasn't so much uh, police uh, in uh, robbers dressed up as police that uh, held up these four folks in the Olympics, they were actually uh, uh, had a little bit of an altercation at a at a convenience store. We'll talk about that and what we think might be the cause of that uh, decision to uh, to blame that after the break. Time for a word from All Star Collision. A place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. 
You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition. Safety checked, washed, and detailed. Fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. Happening amidst all of the political intrigue that's gone on is an Olympics. And there has been so much that's happened at the Olympics. It's, it's great stories that have unfolded uh, about, uh, you know, folks winning the gold on behalf of the United States. Um, my favorite, by the way, was uh, uh, one of the Simones. Turns out she's a homeschooled kid. And she said when she was getting question, uh, getting interviewed by Who won the gold medal CNBC uh, for the gold medal, uh, she said her, her opening statement was all the glory goes to God. And what did NBC trim out of that interview? That uh, very statement. And the first and your first two guesses don't count. Yeah. So big uh, late in the week, breaking news about the U.S. swimmers who claim to have been robbed at gunpoint by individuals posing as police officers. Turns out, guess what? They lied about that. And that's what's unfortunately now overshadowing the entire Olympic experience for so many people that have worked so hard. But I have a theory about this. And what's that? My theory is, is that they, you know, got themselves into trouble. Uh, They were actually held at gunpoint by guards at a convenience store, it turns out. And they chose when they got back that morning to lie about what about their experience. My feeling, these folks are, these, these, these kids, these athletes, they're 20, 21. They've worked hard all their lives to get to the point to where they could represent the United States at, at the Olympics. And what do they choose to do when they have a, 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 a challenge in their Olympic experience, but to come back and make up this big old story? These folks have lived for the past seven years since they were 13 and started paying attention to what's going on under an administration that has used lies and obfuscation to 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 uh, smear the truth. Benghazi was a lie. Obamacare was predicated on a lie. Everything that this administration has done is a lie. even Bill Clinton, uh, who, you know, the aftermath of that chose to not have sexual relations with that woman. My, my theory is these, these folks have been influenced by a culture that says it's okay to lie, to cover up your, your, what you've done. Well, I think, I think in the broader cultural context that I think that's true. I think that uh, people lie, they lie with impunity and that becomes kind of the, the default mechanism of, now they're probably not thinking in their mind, gee, you know. Obama lied, so therefore I can lie. So I wouldn't go that far with it. Right. But I think that that lie that from Obama on down, from Clinton on down, uh, in, in all across the culture, lying is seen to be permissible and has no consequences. I think that's a totally fair point. That's our take on it. What's yours? It's been the Unite IE Radio Show. Tune in every week at four o'clock for the Unite Inland Empire Radio Program. And for free tickets, to Evan Sayet. That's contact Evan Sayet at gmail dot com. August 27.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.